Let's go. All right. Am I ready? Let's go. And let's not do the welcome to the Metacast. You want to be on that? Yeah, we can. Whatever you want. I know. I don't know how else you're to start the, it. You're the okay, lead of okay, the okay, okay, okay. Tell me how to start. All right. Okay. Welcome to the Metacast. I'm Josh Anderson. Okay, okay, oh, 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 oh. Trying to be more no nonsense at this point. Have you ever thought, Josh, what it's like to be inside my head? It's a scary place. Today's episode is all about authenticity. What the heck does that mean? It means bringing your whole self, all of you, nothing to be ashamed about, nothing to be embarrassed about, bring you. Life is better when you're you. We'll help you and your team do that in today's episode. Welcome to the Metacast. I'm Josh Anderson. Bob Gallen here. Well, look at that. Yeah, so we were just discussing with the new intro music that says, Welcome to the Metacast. Do we say Welcome to the Metacast again? And because I don't know any other way to start, that's how we started. I like so it, you know, what if we repeat it, Josh? It's like you invite, you open the door, the front door, yeah, and someone's there. Welcome, come on in. All right, fair enough. And if you say we'll it twice, it. what yeah. do they feel? Right, we've just, do they get mad at you? Yeah, how we, dare you say just, welcome twice? We doubly welcome them, You're right. or triply welcome. We are them. super inviting. Yes. Okay. What, what are we talking about today? We're talking about being authentic. Are you freaking high? What are you talking about? What? <laughs> what? Wait, oh, so this oh, like is, being my authentic self? Yes, which you just were. And, <laughs> <laughs> and not having any filters whatsoever? Correct. Oh. Well, except... Probably know, a few. There might be a line you could cross. Yeah. I, I can't let the entire lion out of the cage. But yeah. I can let well, them. I mean, we should talk about that. What do you do with that lion? Or the moose. Or the moose. Or whatever it might oh, be. Oh, I missed the metaphor there, didn't I? Yeah, you I did. I could have done That's a okay. moose. That's okay. All right. So today's topic, which I'm very excited about, came from our new channel in our Discord server called Content Ideas, where members of our community throw out, hey, I'd like you to dig into this. And as we begin to create more and more content with our podcast, with the videos that are coming, with all that stuff, it's going to be super important that you guys help us continue to come up with great ideas. So big thanks to JC Peterson for helping us out. I will put the link to our discord server in there. So you can bring your ideas because cool. I know everybody says, Hey, you always ask for our feedback and then you don't tell us where to give it. So give it there. So give it to us. That's, there. A, that's a good spot. So authenticity, authenticity. I don't know where to start. I mean, can we define it? Like, why don't we define it? The okay. boundaries of it. I like it. Okay. Cause we were talking a little bit about that before the Metacast. So bringing your so if I started off with bring your whole self to Dang work, it, those are the words I was going to use. Uh, okay, I'll stop. <laughs> Go ahead, Josh. Bob, I think authenticity really means bringing your whole self. Ooh, I never thought of it quite, quite that way, Josh. <laughs> oh uh, I am glad I could enlighten you. I'm just I don't know what I don't know how to respond <laughs> to that to that wisdom. Uh, no, but it is I. Well, I know, I mean, bring your whole self maybe to everything you do. So sometimes people use that phrase, bring your whole self to work, mm-hmm. right? Or there's a there's a you and then there's a professional you. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. And then they talk about bringing you to the professional you. I would say, you know, bring you to whatever you do, right? Mm-hmm. So if you go to church, bring, you know, it, that would be inclusive. If you go to a ball game, bring you to the ball game, right? Bring, you know, that really leans into all the diversity yeah. stuff. Like the value of a diverse group of people and all the ways that diversity can be defined, but just you don't want everybody to be the same. Like you get that like corporate people talk about, Oh, that's, he's very corporate. Right. She's very corporate. Right. Right. Where it's like, it's, it's not about, you know, them. It's about the company, which is important. Like you've got to be a team player. Right. How do you be a team player and be authentic? That's probably something that we can talk about, but it's, but it's not, allowing yourself to be like everybody else. Right. Which can be scary. Well, and I mean, let's talk about like a, a vertical of it, a slice would be safety. Mm-hmm. So if you're at home, like here, we're, mm-hmm. we're at Joshville right now today, and mm-hmm. you obviously feel safe with your family, with your kids, right? This is probably one of the safer places on the planet for you, right? Right. right. Well, what if you could, what if you could take that feeling and you could transplant it to, to work and I'm, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you don't feel as safe at work as you do with your family. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, and your mom and dad, et cetera, they know you, right. right. Uh, safe to s- say what's on your mind, safe to be yourself. Uh, I hope you're not yourself with me. I hope you don't feel safe with me because <laughs> I don't know if I can handle the real job. <laughs> no, but, but it's that level of bringing that safety. I'm, umbrella with you Mm -hmm. uh that that comes i'm resonating with your diversity comment because i I, if i i don't know but i i'm imagining i'm trying to be empathetic to a person of color i i bet they have to yeah put on on a persona that is not them Mm -hmm. right a professional persona uh well and like you've even heard the ridiculous things about a black woman's hair and how that has been determined by some people that like, Hey, that's not professional. Like right. what, but that's my hair. <laughs> right. Like that's like, right. how ridiculous is that? Exactly. And so there are things like that where like, Oh, I can't, I can't even be myself. Right. Like what I was born with, who I am physically, not even how I act or how I behave, but just like me. I know. I know. What is it? My, my daughter once was, talking about something uh there was something b-face like there was a resting yeah yeah what is it resting b-face or something uh and i had never heard that expression yeah like ever and rhiannon brought it up and she was talking about you know she she works with a lot of people of color and Mm -hmm. and one of the ladies she works with in social work has a a case of that or something Mm -hmm. and so what you're even getting judged for how you're like, this is a facial expression. This is not something you're selecting to do, right? right. This is who you are. And then people are perceiving it in a certain way. Right. Uh, the woman that Rihanna was talking about, she got judged that way or her review, her performance review was, they mentioned that in her performance review. And I'm like, that my head wanted to explode. Yeah, right. But, but I, I, I think, I think it is this sort of, you know, being your authentic self is, you know, what what can you do to do that? Uh, I don't want to, us to go off on diversity too much in philosophy, but we can talk about maybe teams. We can bound the definition to be agile teams. We yeah. can talk about agile organizations as a professional part of it. 
Uh, but I, I didn't want it to just be, how do you be authentic in a scrum team? Mm-hmm. Maybe have a, you know, if we could be a little bit bigger than that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's to me, it's being authentic in any group of people. Yeah. Like that, having that comfort and confidence to do so is really challenging, especially when you're new, new meaning you're new into a job. So fresh out of school, you know, uh, the first time I'm an engineer and I'm now a new member of a team or new to a company. So I just joined and I don't know the way they, the way their sizing is done or the way they actually team all of those things. And, and maybe you've done it a certain way and it's worked really well for you. And so you jump in and, you know, it's that old scene of, when the cowboy walks into the bar and like the music stops, everybody turns and looks, what do you do in that instance? Right. Right. I I'm going to put up, I, I think it starts with the question was almost, it seems, sounds like an internal question. Like how do I, how do I show authenticity as mm-hmm. I enter a system or I enter a group or a team? I'm going to turn it around and I, I would say that maybe the system. So if we're talking about I, as an individual am joining a group, a system, uh, then I'm going to show up authentically. I'm going to turn around and say the system, the first step should be the, how how does the system receive me? Right. Like, is the system authentic? Uh, I'll even pick on bosses. Like, you can give permission for people to show up authentic mm-hmm. authentically to the degree that you're showing up authentically. So if you show up at work, you, Josh, mm-hmm. you're in a senior leadership position, and I don't mean to twist this and, and blame it on leaders, but you're setting the space for authenticity. If you wore a shirt and tie and a suit every day, yeah. then that would be a professional norm. Mm-hmm. And there would be pressure on folks to to wear what you're wearing, and even if it was inauthentic for them, yeah. right? So you're setting that tone. Um, a scrum master is setting that tone. Mm-hmm. So there's a personal responsibility side but I also think it's the receiving system side. Maybe the instigator could be, is the system showing up authentically? Yeah. React to that a well, little bit. And so that's where, as I was thinking about, when you're joining a new, new team and you figure that out, like it, that's too late. Start figuring that out during the hiring process, which is something that JC brought up in the question where – there's some unusual tactics that I might apply during the hiring process where I, where I really – test that out. And to me, it's important to try and get that authentic feel from the interview team when I'm talking to a company, or I want to make sure that if I'm part of the interview team, I want to make sure we bring our authentic self and we show them who we are so they can then show us who they are and see if that fit is there. Who starts that though? Who starts? To me, it's the, well, I think to your point, it is incumbent upon the interview team to set that stage and create that safe space where one can be authentic. But there are times where I go way overboard and I really test that out and see, hey, how how comfortable are they with me being me, with me wearing a t-shirt? Does that like cause them to like end the hiring process early? If so, then they're not going to be comfortable with the authentic Josh. And I don't want to work there. Um, but I, I'm not, dis- I'm yeah. yes-anding, right? Yeah. And I'm not arguing the order. 
but I'd like them to say, you know, you, yeah, you, totally. you ask five questions and I like, I don't know, Josh, we right. have to figure it out. A- ask me a question about the job. Uh, you know what? Right. I don't know. Right. We'll have to figure it out. Right. Suddenly I'm like, I'm showing vulnerability. Right. I mean, I'm not making it up. I, I have the vulnerability to say, I don't freaking know. Right. I'm not, I could make something up. I could throw BS your way. I could do all kinds. I could divert you, squirrel, over there. Let's talk about <laughs> architecture. Right. But I've chosen to be honest and, and show up with vulnerability and to say, I don't freaking know. We're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Right now, I'm being authentic, mm-hmm. right, as an interview team. or so. Now, I don't know if very many interview teams would be comfortable with that, saying I don't know, or asking for help, mm-hmm. or being transparent. Or talking about their children and their dogs or whatever right. in the interview. But yeah. I, I again you're you're testing it. Both sides are sort mm-hmm. of testing it. But I think I'm I'm wondering if the instigation should be from the insiders first. Or I or, would y- hope. Y- yes, like I totally agree it should be. Yeah. But that is something you as an interviewee can't control. I, I get you. Right. Right. So so yes, everybody that is out there. If you're listening to that, this, look at your interview process and do you enable everybody in the hiring team to be their authentic self? Have you talked about the importance of that? Have you talked about how we're going to show this person that this is a comfortable, safe space that they can talk through and discover what they need to discover so we can understand who they are? Because one of the most challenging things is you hire somebody and you find out in the hiring process that wasn't really them. What would be what would be examples of authentic? I'm with you. Yeah, like practice. Let's say we were like we were the interview team. Are we talking about practice? Yeah, we are. Well, like what if we were practicing? Like we were going into an interview. It was a high stakes. It was it was an interview where we wanted to get this person. We're hiring Josh Anderson. Yeah, right. We're trying to. We're yeah, interviewing boy, Josh luck. Anderson, yeah. Ooh, and I know the he's bar is freaking, yeah. Well, no, but he's also authentic. <laughs> so we really want to raise the bar up. So we're pra- we have a practice, not a practice interview session, but a practice authenticity session right. to, to to remind ourselves. So what would be some of the things we would reminders? Not necessarily practice. What would we say? One of the things that I try and do with teams is get that interview process to become a dialogue. And that can be hard when you're new to the process and you're uncomfortable, like like you're just hesitant. Okay. And maybe you're operating from like a standard set of questions and you don't deviate. Being comfortable deviating, being comfortable digging in on something, somebody asks something and there's a connection and you run with it. What that does is that then creates comfort with that person. And do they really engage in that discussion what happens, you know, so, and so we're does pre- that person? So I'm going to ask you again, yeah. specific. We're in like we're game. It's a football game, right? And we're practicing. Oh, blocking, tackling, this left side, right side, whatever. Mm-hmm. What do we? We're suggesting very tactical things. So, what do we? What would be an example of an authentic interview team saying, "I don't know," right? Right. If you had asked a question, you don't know. Just own it and say, "I don't know." Uh, what do you think? Oh, there's a nice follow-up. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Because we're open to ideas. Cool. That's an, if we are, that's an authentic response. What else would we, what would else would be an authentic sort of reaction in an interview? So I'm thinking about things that I've done recently. Is uh, I don't know any other word besides small talk, but that's like terrible. But there was a person I was interviewing, and I noticed that they had 
uh, soccer clubs, like scarf behind them. So I just asked about that. And before we talked about anything and that person was off and running and that opened the door for them to become themselves and relax and talk about a thing they're comfortable about. I love that. So let's talk about your family or, or open the door or talk about, there's a dog picture. There's a kid picture. Yeah. There's a grandmother picture. Uh, Oh, who is that? Yeah. And so other things I've done, other tools that I've had to use when we weren't in a zoom environment where you could see where that person lives and ask a question is a common thing that we would ask is like, Hey, what's the last book you read? Okay. Not, and like we preface is like, we're not judging, but like literally so like curiosity. what's the last, yeah. So what's, curi- what's the last book you read and like, why? Okay. Um, or what's the last movie you saw or what, just anything like that to open the door to, this is not just a, Tell me how you do your job. How quickly do you type or something ridiculous like that? But it opens the door and creates that conversation, that dialogue. Right. Anything else on the, we're practicing authenticity. I think you have to choose your interview teams wisely. Okay. Uh, Because I think it's, you can close the authenticity door when you, put somebody in an uncomfortable position that they aren't in that might be in the hiring team, which is why if you're trying to bring newer employees into the hiring process, pair them with someone that has interviewed a lot. So they have somebody to lean on that will help create that authentic connection. Mistakes I've made is I've put two new hiring people in the same thing. And it just, it was hard for everybody. It was hard for the interviewer, Hard right. for the team, all those things. Um, so give them something that they can rely on and somebody that knows how to create that good, authentic conversation. Could you even say something like, boy, I, I screwed the pooch on this interview team. There's two quiet people. Yeah. And then myself, I need to go grab Bob. Mm-hmm. And he, he talks more. Could you do something like that even in the yeah. middle of the interview? Uh, I, not as a norm, not as a plan. Right. But, you know, like make real-time. I, I would say, yes, you can make real-time adjustments. You can show vulnerability. You can show curiosity. I'm not trying to break HR laws, but I am trying to figure out, like, I'm, I'm just curious about them, mm-hmm. their, their family, their history. What's important to them? What are you passionate right. about? And I would probably share what I'm passionate about. Yeah. Well, one of the questions when I'm in a technical space trying to hire people, and I ask them to architect a system, selling whatever they're most passionate about, what, like, what's the thing you know the most and you're going to build the Amazon.com of that. So the thing that's begun, that's going to be the world's best online shop to buy guitars or whatever. And so that, again, that opens the door like, oh, guitars are your thing. Like, how many do you have? You know, what's your favorite one? What, when's the, what's the first one you bought? Like, all of those things. Oh, you play? Tell me more about that. And that, again, starts to open the door of this is who the person is. Right. And... Some of the mistakes I've made in the hiring process where the person I hired, the person I interviewed wasn't the person that I hired. Right. Um, one time there was a person that I hired that during the interview process, she was pretty sick and she didn't cancel and she wasn't herself. Yeah. Um, and we ended up hiring her, but then 
when she was healthy and was herself, it, like it, the fit wasn't there. It oh, wasn't okay. that she was a bad person. It just okay. it, like, this is a different person. Right. Um, and that person didn't fit with what we needed. So I it gotcha. ended up making things difficult for everybody. Yeah. For her, for us, for the team, everything. So that was one of those things where we did our darndest to figure out, but, but, but that person just given how they were feeling, they couldn't be themselves just because like their health and energy wasn't there. Right. right. I mean, there's this notion, I use the term, like, we screen, we have filters, uh, we have professional filters and things, uh, we put on airs. Mm-hmm. It's those things that I would be, in the pre-interview, I would be talking about, can we can we be, can we limit that stuff? Yeah. Can we open the curtains a little bit and just yeah. be ourselves? Uh, go ahead, you were going to say. And for some of the higher stakes positions um, that I've been a part of on both sides of the table, Often the last step is like, hey, let's go to lunch. And just with no agenda, let's just go to lunch. If you were to guess, though, like, like the, you know, if, like, what do you think the filtration rate is on average across people? I know it's a. You mean that people are self filtering? Yeah. Like if you, if it was the curtain, if you were to normalize it and just guess. So what, so what percentage of their whole self? Do you see, on average, across people in general, inter- not just interviewers, but people on the on job, I, I I would give it like maybe seventy percent is hidden or something. Oh, okay. Like that. I was I like I was the, saying I was at the fifty fifty mark, and I felt like that might be generous. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm not talking about in, in, I'm I'm talking about over the twenty mm-hmm. however many years you had, however many, and probably professional, agile, non agile, mm-hmm. right? Professional. I what I'm trying to get at is I think people in general are filtered. Mm-hmm. We've been programmed to be filtered. Uh, you could use the term. I'm being kind, I guess. People are not authentic. They don't feel comfortable being authentic. And bringing their whole selves to work. That's why people are rambling about that so much nowadays mm-hmm. in agile contexts and cultural contexts. Uh, and so I, I think we have to bend over backwards, just acknowledge that, that we're hardwired yeah. to be closed. And what can we do to to open the door? Yeah. We're talking about modeling. I right. don't know if there's probably maybe direct things we could do. Yeah, and I think there are significant cultural whatever norms that have created this expectation where like I remember I was in my fifth year of working and as own and I was on my third job and my parents were totally freaked out because they thought I was making all the wrong choices and right, they, and right. where I grew up the norm was if you go to college you go to college regardless of what happens like you get a job and you're there for 30 years. And that's like, you don't, you don't mess with that. Like, that's what you do. And like, what, what are you doing? Like, no, you you need to go work for that company forever. And if it's not great, suck it up and deal with it. Right. Which creates that like, Oh, I can't be myself because if I'm myself and I'm not happy here, then I'm not going to do a good job. And then I'm not going to have a job. And then like life is ruined. Right. So it's all of those things of those cultural norms, depending on where you grew up of the, expectations of how you how you job how do you break through it though we're talking about like the interview Mm -hmm. what can we you know as a coach or a leader what can we do to break through that i wonder welcome to our diversity and inclusion minutes hey everyone uh so 
I've got something to share. Oh, good. Uh, so uh, I'm doing a Cal class, a uh, certified agile leadership class. And it's funny, uh, I pinged my contact who feeds me mm-hmm. uh, sort of diversity candidates for the classes for my discounts. And, uh, and, and it was, she was like, I hadn't heard from her. And I had a few extra seats, so I sent something to her. Uh, and then I had the discount code in Eventbrite. And like two people came in. And then she sends me a frantic. So I was, I, there was no, you know, I had extra seats. Then two came in and they hit the limit of the, the discount. And then she's like, and she calls me Uncle Bob. I think it's like a Nigerian <laughs> phrase, right? It's like, it's like I'm, I'm her Uncle yeah. Bob. So I was like, Uncle Bob, I have more. And I'm like, well, I only have so many seats, like two more seats, and then we're full. So how many do you need? And, and she's, and, uh, she's like, I need 12 or 13 or something like that. And I'm like, holy crap, I can't, yeah. I can't handle that. I mean, I appreciate the interest. Yeah. Uh, so we filled up. So I, I think I have five people that came in under my discount, uh, uh diversity discount. Right. And it, and it's not, it's, it's women. I think, I think are most of them, I think most of them are women, which delights me. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's whatever it's diversity and inclusion discounts. So the class is full. And then I have to talk to a new to figure out. Like we have this block of people out there, but what's funny, I think a lot of Nigerians, I think it's mostly in Africa and Nigeria. They wait till the last minute, Mm. like what they do. And I think there's a financial, like the, the exchange rates are so weird or something. There's, there's real good reasons for it. And I think it's also a cultural thing. Like you never pay for something like until you're sure you're going to use it until you're sure like it's three yeah, days before that's fair, yeah, yeah. so so what i've noticed is there's like a pattern there yeah so i'm i'm just i was delighted that i could fill up the class and i have another class coming up that is exciting uh in a episode about authenticity the authentic answer from josh is i've got nothing so but what happens what happens when stuff like this comes up like, yep, you're right. I don't have it, but I'm going to work my tushy off to make sure that next time I got a good answer. But you know what, though? If I own it. I, I, I am. No, no, but not own it negatively. Your your language and your, your body language was sort of sad there. Well, that's because we're trying to model behavior and set good examples. So I feel this like responsibility to like every time be like, yes, these are things you could and should be doing. But it's every week. Look behind you. Have you um, made progress in this? Look, I have. Look, look over your shoulder and tell me, yes, have you Uncle made good Bob. progress and are we committed? Yes, we are. All right. But that doesn't mean I don't want to do more. All right. So, all right. Look at, you know, look at your little head. It's up now. That's what I wanted. <laughs> Damn Skippy. Let's get uh, back into the episode. Sounds good. <laughs> my, my brain is going back to, I can set the tone. Yeah, I think that's what you have to do. Right. I, I can set the tone. I, I'm a silly old... I, I play the silly old gold card. Yeah. Right. I'll, I'll be vulnerable, and I get vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Uh, curiosity, if I play the curiosity mindset, I'll, uh, it'll it's almost infectious. It'll create that. Mm-hmm. If I said I made a mistake, it gives people permission to make mistakes. Right. Uh, how I'm modeling... I, I was talking to a young, um, a, a young black, you know, gentleman the other day who reached out to me. He's, I think he's, I forget what he's working in. He's working in like, I don't know, uh, manufacturing, and he wants to get into agile. Mm-hmm. And um, he wanted to pick my brain, so he reached out on LinkedIn, and I had a Zoom call for maybe twenty minutes. And as we were talking, 
I don't know what it was, but I felt like we had a genuine, in 20 minutes, mm-hmm. we, right, and he kept calling me sir. It, it felt like he had, <laughs> it, he, I think he had a military yeah. background or yeah. something, right? Yeah. And I couldn't break, so we're, I was joking about, you know, you know, you know, my dad is sir, right? I'm just Bob. And he yeah. would, and I couldn't, I couldn't break through it. Yeah. But even trying to get through that, I think I saw some, I saw some right. sort of authenticity on his part. And I remember walking around, and I've had a couple conversations with folks like that who want to break from one industry into agile, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they have initiative, and you can you can sort of like it's a wonderful conversation, and you can see that. And I think it's how I set the space or mm-hmm. whatever. It's like how do you show up, and how do right. you set the space? Uh, it's not even just your words. I think it's you know, are you paying attention? Are you smiling? Are you engaged? Do you shut up? Tell me about yourself. Don't be, don't Josh. <laughs> but I'm, you, you come on, you put that one out there. I know I did, I did. I, that was for you. Thank you. Did you? But, but tell me about yourself, and then, and then really letting it go, and mm-hmm. then teasing it out. Really, that sounds like being excited about what they have to say. It's like, oh, they care, right? So I, I, I don't know. I think there's a dance, and uh, now I know I'm not getting full authenticity. There's still yeah, right, some, yeah, right. There's there's still a point. There's still trying. It all gets down to trust, right? Like like can't can I trust the environment that I'm in to put my whole self out there? Yeah, and it's hard at first, and it's hard when it's one of those situations where many times during the hiring process, people feel like they are being judged only that it's like a unidirectional judging, not a bi-directional. We're like, Hey, I'm, I'm actually trying to figure out, do I like you guys too? Uh, and so that's one of those things where it can be scary to put yourself, to put yourself out there. But what, what I believe very strongly in that, um, you can help set the stage. Even if you're being interviewed by a company, you can, be authentic. You can do all of those things that you said yep. and do they reciprocate? See, that's what I'm And if they don't, GTFO. But that's what GTFO? Get the F out. Oh, okay. Yeah. GTFO. Sorry. No. It was more than three letters. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> now I have to now I have to interpret four. Uh, uh, I'm you know, I'm aligning with what you're saying. I think I, I'm 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 surrounding it. It's like modeling, modeling the authenticity. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm a scrum master of a team, and you and you, you're saying, "Well, how do I get my team to be more authentic? You be more authentic. Right. Yep. You show up authentic. Well, it scares the crap out of me. I want someone else to. They wouldn't say. That. Imagine how they feel. Right. Right. But but and in fact, I doubt whether most scrum masters say that. But inside their heads, it's like, yeah. "Holy crap! That yeah. scares me." Yeah. Right. Well, it scares everyone else. Mm-hmm. Right. So, how do you break the ice? Yep. How do we get there? Someone's got to break the ice, and then that that opens up trust. Yep. And it opens up modeling. It gives permission, and then we start spinning, and people start opening their blinders a little bit more and a little bit more. But someone has to break the ice. I think. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. And and if you if you want it, if you expect it, just like trust. The first thing you have to do is extend it. So if you're a leader and you look at your team and you're like, they don't trust each other, they don't trust me. Yep. Well, guess what? Like, that's your fault. Number one, start extending trust. Extend it. Extend yep. it. What was JC's question? Was it specifically, do you remember the context? Like, how do I how do I show up? How do I get more authenticity? Well, I'm a little scared to touch the laptop because for those of you that... Oh. Uh, 
I may have spilled part of a bottle of water on the laptop. It's still running. <laughs> it is still running. As you can hear. So that's so that's the good news. Uh let me navigate back. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh man, this is this, this is terrifying. Good. This is terrifying. Oh, the mouse worked. It did. <laughs> it did. Oh gosh. Yeah, so let's see. Um so it was just about how how do you do this as early as possible? So so which it, is really what we're hitting on. Like so, it, it's like so break the ice. Yeah, like so as JC, soon as you can. And it's and it's you. Yeah. I hate to make it sound like I hate to slap you around because you asked a question, but be the authenticity yeah. is what I'm saying, right? So don't look for other I mean, yes, it is other people, but if you're trying to create an authentic team culture or organizational culture or an interview, be it to the right. I mean that's what and that's goes back to the interviews. That's what you do. Yeah. I mean you use the term testing, but you're also just being yourself. I mean, you're not testing, you're not going in there in a sumo outfit. <laughs> right. I mean, you're within the bounds of Josh's yeah. right. Yeah. Of, of your authenticity. Yeah. Right. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right, Metacastros. Anything can happen here. Anything? The laptop. Okay. Everyone okay. cross your fingers. We're good. And don't touch it. Don't touch it. Okay. All right. We good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's terrifying. Uh, okay. So, but uh, yes. And it, it's so to me, I very much view that as a test. And just like my poor son, who we've done a lot of work with baseball. And when we're in like training, we over exaggerate things. Because it's like, oh, like if you can do it like this, then in the game when stuff really matters, then See, I'm it's gonna, just kind of natural. I'm going to challenge you, though. Yeah. I don't think exaggerating is being authentic. So I think, mm. I think you know, unless you always exaggerate. Right. Right. So don't wear – so if you wear a clown suit to an interview. Yeah. That's fair. Then, That's fair, yeah. Then okay. I'm okay with that. If no, you, you're right. You're if right. you always wear a clown – or most of the time you it's wear a, a clown, clown suit. suit. Yeah. But if you if you just do it then, so yeah, then you're yeah you're right okay. I, I'm fair. not looking at, but I'm saying I think I think we have now bring that authentic self. So you've talked about you don't wear a clown suit. You've talked about wearing t-shirts or shirt or shorts. Mm -hmm. You've talked about whatever. Yeah. Talking about your failures. That's authentic to me, mm -hmm. right? If that's real, if that resonates, then then bring that to the table. Right. But I don't think I I think it's don't overdo it. Yeah, I, I you're think right. It's dangerous to overdo yes, it. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Right? I can buy that. Like be you. Right. Be every right. Like you ever know, I bring my wonderful sense of humor with to every Metacast. I don't I don't I don't practice it. Wonderful. I don't overdo it. I don't underdo it. I just bring I bring the whole Bob to the Metacast, right? Holy crap. Just, and I just try to be myself. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're absolutely right, Bob. <laughs> with, with. So, so to to wrap this up. We better. Yeah. If if you are in a team, in an organization, and you don't feel like it's authentic, our advice, we're saying our advice is begin being authentic. Be yourself. Yeah. And that should begin to snowball. And how do you, and what is that? That's how you behave like we were talking here. How do you behave at your home? Mm -hmm. How do you behave with your friends? How do you behave with your family? How do you behave? I, I don't know. Just how how are you? 
What humor do you bring? Mm-hmm. Uh, what cultural dynamics do you bring? Mm-hmm. Uh, what challenges do you bring? Uh, if someone tells you a sad story, can you emotionally connect to them? Right. Like if if you met someone on the street and they tell you a story and you emotionally you tear up and you emotionally connect, well, allow that. I mean, not make it happen, mm-hmm. but be. I mean, I've been emotional on the job. I yeah. am I the the, the more I'll th- the more you can just be you. I think the better the results are, right? Yeah, the, and I think the happier you'll be because you're you. You're not working so hard to create this thing that isn't you. You aren't second guessing or trying to not be like that's just hard. Right, that's hard to. 24 seven or 40 hours a week or whatever the situation you're in to pretend to be something you're not is gonna whip your butt. You're going to be tired. Now back to, you said something about testing. I I would caution everyone. So if you're at (laughs) 20% of your curtains being open, I don't think you go home and just flash the entire you to the, to (laughs) to the known universe when you've been at 20% and then you give them the full Monty, mm-hmm. right? You probably want to test, mm-hmm. uh, not by exaggeration, but test. Yeah. Because there needs to be a reciprocal. So you can be authentic to the degree that the organization meets your authenticity, right? Mm, your great team point. Yeah. or something. So, uh, you know, I think there's a step function that happens. And maybe that slightly increased authenticity is enough for you. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe that's good enough. Maybe that's all you're comfortable doing and being and sharing. Cool. Celebrate that. It doesn't have to be 100%. Bob and I might think it's best to be 100%, but that doesn't mean everybody has to operate like that or that you're going to get there and flip that switch tomorrow. It, right. it might take you 10 years to get to the point where like, yep, I'm really comfortable being me, yep. 100% me. And exactly. like, it's going to happen and that's who we are. But tomorrow, maybe if you're like 5%, Work on getting to six percent. That's good, and see how the universe reciprocates to you. Yeah, do they start meeting you? Which would be optimistic. It would give you momentum. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they don't, then maybe that's an indication that they're not going to meet you, and you need to. You need to. And if you want that, then maybe you need to find somewhere that does. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Okay. Can we stick? I a feel fork like we this? did a good job, and you were a little skeptical about. I didn't this know topic. where this was going to go. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm almost have a nagging point that I wanted to touch on, and but I it eluded me. Ooh, and I don't know. I'm trying, which to, is amazing because you're so agile, like I, nothing eludes you. Well, yeah, but the swish cheese in between my ears and stuff. So, what was I going to say about? Oh, I know what it was. Yeah, and I was talking in my moose herd the other. So you have the streaming, and mm-hmm. I do this moose herd lean coffee thing. And in the last few herds, I've I've talked about not giving a shit. So so if that helps with the like, as I've gotten older, I mean I care about things, right? But then I don't care about yeah. things. Like if if people don't like Bob Galen, like twenty years ago, yeah, right. I was a pleaser. Yeah. Now, like Josh, if you don't like me, I that's tough, right? I you know. There's a few billion other people, right? Yeah. And 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 I'm not, I, and I'm okay with that, right? Mm-hmm. So so I think another thing to think about is, you know, don't, you know, I guess just don't give a shit sometimes, and be so don't overthink 
yeah. opening the blinders, opening the screen. Yeah. Just just sort of do it. Don't get caught because you can get frozen overthinking everything. Mm-hmm. And if you can have this mindset, I actually think it's a good mindset. And they heard we were talking about it in interviewing. People are like freezing up yeah, and practicing yeah. in the interview and trying to get into be like what do what do they want to hear? What do I have to like practicing? And I'm like, I, as I think back, some of my best interviews are, are when when I went in and I didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I needed the job. But I didn't get all wrapped around. I was just myself. Yeah. And and in some cases, I got the job. I got offers. I didn't want it. In some mm-hmm. cases, I didn't want the job. It was just a, the best interviews for me or when I brought like sort of yeah. my my nerves down. And, mm-hmm. and I think that relates to authenticity as well. well. And, and like that's true of anything. You know, uh, I'm sure it won't matter because no one cares about us. But like I don't think I can legally say the Super Bowl. But the Super Bowl is coming up, and you think about Tom Brady, and Tom Brady is comfortable in that very high-profile, high-pressure moment. For many people, that interview process is very high-pressure, and how do you allow yourself to be you in those moments? Sometimes it's practice. You've been around the block a few times. Right. Right, so you have comfort and confidence, and you know all the opportunities out there and all the things that you have the capability to relax in those yep. moments because you've done it yep. a lot. Right, so there, so there's all of those things that are out there that are factors that are important to that process. All right, from beautiful downtown Fuquay Verena, it is so beautiful, North Carolina. I'm Bob Galen, and I'm Josh Anderson. Shake and bake. Take care, y'all.